Welcome to the How to Health Podcast and yet another video in our diabetes series. And today I am so honored to have Mrs. Plant, aka Amy Johnson in Frisco, Texas. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for taking time out of your day. And, it, and I know it sounds like you put off a walk to come and spend some time and talk to me. So I so appreciate that so much. Actually, I went on my walk this oh, morning. Oh, did you did? Okay, yes. you did early. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you have a pretty cool story, and I think you have some great uh, information, and people can find you at mrsplantintexas.com, right? Yep. And um, so let's just get started. Just kind of start back in 2012, if you don't mind, of what happened in your story and where that all went. Okay, well, I'll go a little bit just slightly be, before that because I was actually a middle school English teacher. Um, I had literally grown from being a normal size in college. I weighed about 107 to becoming a 220 pounds type 2 diabetic in my 40s. So I had been on every diet. I was fighting mostly focused on trying to lose weight all the time. I really wasn't as concerned about diabetes until I realized that I had developed it. My dad has type 2 diabetes. He had had quintuple bypass surgery and other things. I also had diabetes during my, my second pregnancy. So I knew that it was looming, but I didn't know when I would actually you know, see that come to fruition. And as a teacher, we were offered health care, uh, like a health screening every year. And every year I would go and get that health screening because it was free. And every year, all of my numbers were in line, even though I was overweight, all of my numbers were in line. And then one summer I went, got the health screening and I was then a full blown diabetic, completely shocked by this. So my doctor started out putting me on metformin. I took that twice a day and we could not get my blood sugar under control in the morning because that initial um, fasting blood sugar was about 167. So on medication, we were able to get it down into like maybe the 140s in the morning. And then he had to increase my medication to three times a day. So I was taking it three times a day. And even then I was not getting under 100. I really never could get a normal fasting blood sugar, even on medication. And my, um, probably the worst issue with that is that I choke on medication. I choke on pills. So my real motivation was to get off the medication because I couldn't swallow it. And it was causing me a great amount of stress. I would, when I had to take it three times a day, I would, you know, just choke on it. So in May of 2012, our son who was at the time a sophomore in college came home and was watching some documentaries on Netflix while I was at school working. And he happened to cross forks over knives. Now you, you'd probably think, well, what would a sophomore in college care about health? But he did. And he did particularly because he had gained some weight that year. He had, um, had been eating out a lot, a lot of fast food, and he had never been overweight before. And knowing that our family struggles with being overweight, I think it probably really hit him. So he was watching it as my husband walked in the door and he said, dad, you need to see this video. So they finished it together. And then when I walked in the door with my two big bags of grating, uh, huffing and puffing because I weighed 220 pounds at five foot two, um, they said, mom, you need to see this. And so I sat down and watched 
forks over knives. And that was the first time that I ever heard that I could reverse diabetes by changing what I ate. I did not know that that could happen. Yeah. So oh, that I'm going to see John Corey in, tomorrow and yeah. I'm going to share him with your story because he's the uh, producer of Forks Over Knives. Yes, and of course. I will bring that. But that's such an incredible message that you would think that your dietitian or your doctor would have mentioned something. Nope. I mean, that's incredible. No, and, and actually the opposite of that, I was um, required to go take a diabetes nutrition class. Mm. And in that class, all of the uh, recommendations that were given to me did not help my diabetes at all. Mm. So I even followed the plan that they gave to me and I could not get my blood sugar under control. What and, did that plan consist of, if you don't mind just sharing? Yeah, so they, they recommended that we eat be around 45 grams of carbohydrates. And I love how they say carbohydrates because it's very general. It's not really saying, what do we mean by that? Are we talking about whole plant carbohydrates or what are we talking about here? And then snacks, they wanted me to eat three snacks a day of 15 carbohydrates each. And one of the things that I've learned as a diabetic through the years is that eating a snack in between meals is actually the worst thing that a type 2 diabetic can do because we're already struggling with insulin resistance and we need that time, that four to six hours between meals to process the glucose in our system. So as soon as I started cutting out those snacks in between, and this of course was later on down the road after uh, becoming plant-based and everything, is that my blood sugar was so much better when I stopped snacking in between my meals. Mm. So I eat a really good, healthy meal that's filling, and it's enough to keep me from meal to meal without a problem. Right. Absolutely. That was the worst advice I got from a diabetic counselor. Wow. And these are diabetic educators. That's incredible. Yep. So I'm sorry. So yeah, so you watched the video, and then what, did, what was the first thing you started to do? Well, so the next thing we did is we actually watched Engine 2 Kitchen Rescue, which is a video where Rip Esselstyn goes into three homes, you probably know it, and he helps families figure out how to clean out their cabinets and how to cook this way. And so we watched it and we really thought, wow, we can do this. So my husband, believe it or not, he's the quieter one of the two, which I'm sure isn't shocking. And he said, I think we should do this. And what was different about that is every time I did a diet before, when I was dieting and trying to lose weight, is it was just me because everybody else is slender in my immediate family, all the guys. So they didn't need to diet. It was always me, and I was never successful doing it on my own. But this time, my husband said, I think we should all do it. And his reason was, he could never get his cholesterol under 200, even though he's very, very slender. At the time, he weighed about 138. He weighs 125 now. He's 5'7 and comes from a very small family. So they've never dealt with any kind of weight issues, but they all have issues with high cholesterol. So he had his own personal motivation for that, but it was great because I had support. And then our son who watched the video said, I'm in, I'll do it with you guys. So five years and a half later, we're all still eating plant-based. And that includes our younger son who did not start with us. He did not start with us. Um, he was in high school at the time. And then when he went into college, he decided to go plant-based and he has been plant-based probably about four years, three and a half to four years now. That's fantastic. So yeah. tell us what happened in that first few months with your diabetes when you transitioned your diet. 
Okay. So as I said, we literally went plant-based overnight. We cleaned all of our cabinets out. We repurchased food from the grocery store that was healthy, whole plant foods. And we started just cooking, cooking, cooking. And in that first three months, my blood sugar every day kept coming down, coming down. And it was such a joy to take my blood sugar in the morning. I, I finally felt success for the first time because I had gone years without being able to get my blood sugar into the normal level, even on medication. Okay. So um, eventually what happened around the three month mark is I woke up one morning and my blood sugar was about 63. And I was very surprised by this because I'd never had a blood sugar that low. I felt fine. I ate breakfast. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't that low, but then it happened the next day or the day after, I think it was within a day or two after. And so I called the doctor's office and I said, Hey, my blood, I talked to a nurse and I said, Hey, my blood sugar is in the sixties in the morning. I'm still taking the medication you gave me, but I'm also eating whole foods, whole foods, plant-based. And I've lost about, I think at that point it was very close to about 30 pounds. And she said, um, you need to come in and see the doctor because we're going to have to get you off that medication if you're going to continue to eat this way. So basically I was medicated with food and I was medicating with medication. And so I was overdosing, if you want to put it that way. So they took me off the medication and honestly, um, off the medication, my food and my exercise had to become the medication in my life. And like medication, you don't take it one day and then not take it the next day. It has to be a consistent thing every day. And I learned that through trial and error because on the days when I decided to eat something a little less whole foods, I had more struggles with my blood sugar. And that could in some cases take days to bring back into the normal range. So I've just learned that staying consistent and walking every day I see consistent numbers every day. That's fantastic. Were there any other sequelae of the diabetes that you had had? Did you have any neuropathy or other issues, hypopressure, cholesterol, anything else that changed too? Yeah. So interestingly, um, I actually did not, I've never had high blood pressure, which is mm. a blessing because I've always had been in the normal range and both of my parents take blood pressure medication. So I think it is you know, I maybe just didn't get to the point where that, you know, age-wise where it started, but I don't have um, any issues with that. Neuropathy, I was starting to have some issues and I don't really, wouldn't call this neuropathy, but they, when you are diagnosed with diabetes, a traditional doctor, even if your cholesterol is under 200, they will still put you on a statin because they want your cholesterol to be lower than anybody else. So they put me on a statin and I had terrible pains in my legs. I had a lot of issues with being on a statin. And so eventually I just said to the doctor, I don't want to be on the statin anymore. So I refused to be on the statin. Um, neuropathy, I had some burning feet issues. Those are gone. Um, I can't think of any other real side effects other than just weight gain and just general feelings of lethargy. I, I never had any energy as a non-plant-based eater, as a sad eater. I would come home from work exhausted. I wanted to take naps. I even taken a nap in five and a half years, not a single nap. I can't even take one if I want to. <laughs> and I also have never been sick in five and a half years. So my husband or we, neither of us have had any illnesses. And I work with students, with kids who get sick and have snotty noses. And it's crazy how good your immunity, you know, your immunities are when you eat a healthy diet. 
Absolutely. And I think that's very important. And you had also mentioned before we started, you had a few things besides exercise, but you had kind of this 95% rule that you feel was really important just for people to understand to start the journey. And then it's just kind of that story that they tell themselves. What, what is that exactly? I think I, since it's been quite a long time, five and a half years, I've learned a lot in this period of time. And one of the things I learned about myself is that when you tell me no, I tend to rebel. So for me, knowing that I have a little bit of wiggle room in whatever I do tends to help me be more successful. That's just me. Some people are different. So for me, I made kind of a rule with myself that I would try to be 95% whole foods plant-based. And then occasionally I'm always eating plant-based food. So I don't eat any animal-based foods ever and have not touched any and have no desire to. But occasionally, we, I might go out to eat, and my diet will be a little more lax than it would normally be. Um, occasionally, I might have a dessert that I wouldn't normally have. But knowing that I have a little bit of wiggle room helps me to stay on 95% of the time. And when I'm on that much of the time, even when I go off for a meal or a treat, my blood sugar doesn't fight me back. You know, doesn't 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 um, rear its ugly head. If you go multiple days or multiple meals off your plan, you will find that it's hard to come back to normal. Mm -hmm. So I just learned that through trial and error. So I try, I always say I try to be 95% of the time. Sometimes I'm 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. Another thing is I didn't really start exercising, certainly not consistently until about two years ago. So once I started consistently walking, that really helped keep my blood sugar consistently in the normal range. You know, people will say to me, well, don't you consider yourself not a diabetic anymore? And I always say, I really do consider myself a diabetic that has been managing my diabetes because truly, if I decided to eat, go back to SAD or even go back to a junky vegan diet in any way, I'm going to see my blood sugar levels get out of control again. Mm -hmm. So I like to think of it more as being managed. This is my medication. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always say diabetics in remission. That's a good there you go. That's because perfect. It really like is like that. an alcoholic. You can go right back to alcoholism. So that's really good. And so I see that you have the website. Tell us a little bit about that. That's are these are because I was looking through. You have some great. Um, you know, resources as far as cooking and suggestions. And so what is that and how did that start? Well, actually it all started on Facebook on my Mrs. Plant page there. I started to post the food that I was eating and my pictures were terrible. They were all dark and hard to see, but I was so proud of the new creations I was making that were replacing dairy and animal products. And I wanted to share that because I wanted people to see that, you could actually affect your negative medical circumstances by what you eat. So what would happen is I would have people write me and say, I can't find a recipe that you posted because it goes right off the feed. You know how those things roll off. And so I decided I needed to have a website where you could search and there would be categories. And so I started mrsplantintexas.com probably about, maybe about five years ago. And I have just built up, you know, lots of um, recipes. Some of those recipes 
are not necessarily perfect for diabetics, to be honest with you. So I have created recently a diabetes section because some diabetics like me cannot handle as much starch in a meal as other people. I can't eat a cup or a cup and a half of raw and then cooked oats and not have a blood sugar spike. I have to keep my oats in a range that works really well for me and everybody is different. So some people can't eat any sugar at all that can cause their blood sugar to spike and not come down. Um, the, the website is oil-free, so everything that you find there is going to be oil-free, but you have to make the recipes that work for whatever your particular condition is that you're dealing with. Uh, for some people, they might have RA, and so if they have RA, they there are certain things they maybe don't cook anything with flour because they're having issues with inflammatory issues, et cetera. So... The website is very general. It's whole foods, plant-based, no oil, but every person has to choose recipes that work for their particular situation. Awesome. Well, I think that's fabulous. And I thank you so much for sharing your information and your story. And I think it'll be really telling is that, you know, people who eat a plant-based diet aren't some crazy vegans running amok and, you know, it's just, really everyday normal people, teachers, doctors, you know, truck drivers and all sorts of people who are just finding better health by eating a whole food plant-based diet. And so I really thank you for all the work that you're doing and sharing that message. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. (laughs) No problem. 